Let's get let's get going here. Uh, I'm excited to start episode 300. That's insane. Episode 300. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. This is it, everybody. The one you've been waiting for. <laughs> episode 300 of No Laugh Track Podcast here at Acme Comedy Company. I'm Justin Severson. I have hosted 209, no, 298 of these. Whoa. We had one guest host, which we'll talk about at some point later in the recording. But this is 300. Andy Erickson's here with me doing the 300th episode. It's such an honor. And, uh, you know, I'm going to make this the best podcast yet. The other two, have, I think I've done two before. Uh, or more? Keep going. Three? I, maybe, maybe even maybe four. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. I My wife asked me last night how many you've been on, and I said three, and then I looked last night, and I think this will be five. This will be five. Okay, yes. well, forget those other episodes. Yes. Well, this no. <laughs> but yeah, don't forget them, but, but yeah. yes, this will be the best, Go I'm sure. Go back and watch them again. <laughs> In fact, I actually want, um, I looked back at the description of the first time we did one, uh, Andy. It was episode 36. Okay. It was February 4th, 1984. No, 2013. <laughs> wow. February 4th, 2013. And the beginning of the description was, Justin sat down today to talk with the feature act. Yay! Andy Erickson. I was featuring in 2013. Featuring. I didn't even know that. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. And a couple things have changed since then. Yeah. I, well, two days later, I had a birthday, February 6th. That was also mentioned in there. <laughs> yeah. It also said, and her birthday's in two, it's her birthday week, so be sure on the 6th to wish her a happy birthday. Ah, that's yes. so cool. So that was in there as well. Uh-huh. So cool. Now, I know you weren't lying about your birthday if you brought it up again. Yeah. <laughs> Just every time anyone says anything to me, I say, it's my birthday in two days. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> well, happy late birthday, happy early birthday Thanks, for next year. Um and here we are, episode 300. I was here last night for the show. Oh, good. Had a really good time. I good. think, I'm sure I told you this last time. Um, I can't, I'm a fan of yours, so I don't miss when you're back in town. But also, my wife mm-hmm. is an enormous oh, Andy Erickson fan. I love fan. Your wife. Yeah. <laughs> and she, yeah. So she was, and then we ran into Tim Harmston outside Yay! before the, sh- or at the bar before the show, and she loved him. So it was like, well, everybody was in heaven. It was well, a great yeah, night. She drew, she drew that. She drew, I think, a couple unicorns? That was my sister that did that. that was your sister. Yes, that was my sister. And actually, I want to ask you about that, too. Um, Yeah, let's talk about that right now. We'll get back to last night. Unicorns. Unicorns. (laughs) Andy Erickson and unicorns go hand in hand, have for years. Yep. And about, I don't know, it was last year at some point, Mm -hmm. you were writing on Facebook that you were looking for Mm -hmm. submissions of... Unicorn drawings, yeah. paintings, unicorn any... Unicorn art. Unicorn art. Mm-hmm. Yes. Unicorn art. My sister is an amazing artist. I sent her the thing, and she gave you two of them. Yeah. Two different ones. So awesome. And the one, I can't... I pulled it up today to remind myself. Do you remember which... The one looks exactly like you, Andy. Oh, yeah. She did the drawings of me, too. It, it, she did a bunch of me, like three. Yes. It's family portraits. Family portraits. And they all look like you. I know. Like, it's so... crazy like you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. So we're, we will, uh, I will attach those to this week's uh, episode so people can see yeah. those. But, I, but tell, talk about what was the idea behind those and what are you doing with them now? Well, for years, I've been doing unicorn reviews where I just <laughs> reviewed images of unicorns on the internet. I would take it and I would just like talk about like, ooh, the, the texture of the unicorn's hair and like the balance and symmetry of the image and the way the colors reflected with like the horn and like the hooves and I just would go in details if it was like an art project or like a, or if it was like a 
like a fancy piece of art from history and then i would give it like a rating and uh, spoiler alert every unicorn gets 10 stars <laughs> like no matter what but i decided to publish an ebook of unicorn reviews in order to do that i didn't want to use images i stole on the internet i wanted images i'd have like permission to to talk about so i did that and i i got 50 images and have been reviewing them and now i i've reviewed about 30 and um i still i'm working on like laying out the book and stuff like that so it hasn't come out yet um but eventually there will be a unicorn book you can purchase for like a couple bucks or something of unicorn images <laughs> with my reviews there will be for sure yeah it's, it's coming all right, here's the, I'm going to send this. Look, there's the reminder of the pictures. Oh, yeah, the Elton John one. Yeah, Elton the Elton John one, portrait. yes. So good. Yes. I love doing it. And it's like, there's some people who also, there's so many people also love unicorns. Oh, God, yeah. But I loved them before that it was cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it's cool. There's unicorn cereal. There's unicorn everything. I saw you post a picture of that somewhere. That's, that's a that's new legit. current product? Yeah, unicorn cereal. You can get it at Sam's Club. Or on Amazon for 20 bucks a box. What? Yeah, I didn't have a Sam's Club membership, so I was like, what am I going to do? I just saw a thing, uh, Mr. T went on Twitter. Did you see this? And he no. asked, he's like, uh, he wants to know why Mr. T cereal hasn't coming back. Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> it's a very good question. Well, here's what I learned, though. All cereal is bad for you. All of it. Even the healthy stuff is full of carbs. You're just eating sugar. You're just eating sugar first thing in the morning. You're supposed to be eating protein and, like, eggs or... Pizza? No! no! That's carbs! Oh, I'm bad at this. Which is fine, but in the, in the morning, you're supposed to eat, like, you know, something good for you. Maybe some fruit, like, legit fruit, not, like, oops, all berries. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oops, it's not berries. <laughs> Sorry. Oops, fake berries. Yeah, oops, these are fake. <laughs> so I'm bummed because I, I, I was eating cereal all the time, but I, I never felt, like, ready for the day. So it's more like a snack. What did you have for breakfast this morning? I had eggs and ham over at the hotel. Oh. You're, you're making this up just to sound like you're better than that. No, I did. I had <laughs> eggs and ham at the hotel. I made it myself. Nice. No. I woke up in time for... Uh, morning breakfast continental breakfast yeah, yeah it was continental <laughs> it was so good it was like canada united states and mexico <laughs> is that what they mean i have no clue <laughs> I, I just it sounds so fancy i usually just sleep in it does yeah <laughs> you know what that's i don't travel very often but it is like hey we got it's nine fifty nine. yeah we have 30 <laughs> seconds to get down there get down here and eat the rest of these runny eggs <laughs> yeah for sure well um we have a lot to talk about okay. here welcome back to town obviously um you brought a friend to work with you yes yeah my feature is jolene lunzer she uh grew up in minnesota lived in arizona for a little while now we both live in la and we have a podcast together mm -hmm. and uh she's back here and just killing it and it's been really fun to bring a friend that's so great. did she, did you know, you didn't know her from Minnesota? I or met you did? her in Minnesota, okay. like she was around for about a year and I hung out with her a little bit, but we became um, good friends and we both moved to LA at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Oh, very cool. Yeah, she's a Minnesotan through and through. <laughs> yeah, I heard her say St. Paul, yeah, East, East Side. Paul. Yep, she's from St. Paul. I almost <laughs> I almost uh, gave a little whoop whoop when she said East Side. I did live there briefly Yay. when I was a little kid, but <laughs> then we moved to the West Side homes. So <laughs> West Side. I had a, I can't I can't cheat on the West Side. So <laughs> it's a St. Paul thing. Um You guys are silly. Mhm. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um but I'd never seen her before. Oh, uh, yeah. Stand up. Um That's great. Yeah. Really good, mm-hmm. high energy, mm-hmm. and uh, well, we should like let, let's. I know. I wish she was here. I'm I'm amazed at because I listened to like an episode and a half mm-hmm. of Deal with It. Oh yay! That's mm-hmm. great. Yes, and uh, I in fact the one I listened to was the one you recorded here just the other day. Oh, you listened to the one? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, and I'm amazed at how I I'm maybe a little jealous <laughs> or like jealous. I, I can't I I could not be that open around. Certainly oh. not my parents. Okay, well, yeah, and I'll let There's everyone There's no way. I Our can't. podcast is about mental and physical health conditions. Yeah, please, tell. So we talk about whatever we're dealing with, and I have like chronic pain, Marfan syndrome, and she deals with mental health and addiction, and we both realized that we wanted to be more open about it and there's definitely people who are very private about it but the people who are open it's like them sharing is so important and like so powerful that um and sometimes we forget that other people aren't as open as us so it's, it's always an interesting reminder yeah but jolene and her mom like listen to the episode of episode 51 we record it here at acme right after our sets and gosh her mom was amazing too her mom was great just so funny and she did so well just just yeah they talked we talked about suicide. We talked about death. We talked about um, depression and going seeing a therapist and taking um, depression medication and all the stigmas around it. Yeah. Like, and both of them went through that. Um, so they had each other kind of as a support system. So that was really interesting to, to, to me as well. I'm between what you guys talk about on that podcast, what I imagine that I haven't heard that you talk mm-hmm. about on that podcast, plus just what you're saying on stage. Yeah. I'm, I'm, how do I say this? Um, from someone who's been watching you do stand up for, you know, ten I don't years. know. Yeah, 10 years, let's say, <laughs> here at Acme. I, like your material has uh, matured yeah, a bit, it's, right? It, it goes all over the place. I have like my, my blue period, my red period, my <laughs> rainbow period. Okay. Like I go. I, I kind of go all all over the place, and I'm trying to record a new album. So okay. I'm trying to talk more about, like, my life. Less one-liners, more stories. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But who knows what I'll be doing next? Maybe only impressions. <laughs> Just animal impressions. Animal I think that's, that's like, the, the pinnacle of comedy. Is anybody <laughs> doing a whole hour of that? No. Probably not. No. You know? No. Uh, but, like, I, I, I gathered that, like, in the crowd last night were family members, and I've heard you say that mm-hmm. like, your family shows up a lot to yeah. the shows, right? I had some in-laws last night, yep. And it's just like like you're talking about sex with your, I mean, kind I Kind of. That's the weird, hard part for because, me. I'm telling it's you, like. It's weird for uh, me to talk about sex. And all I did was just, I think, made a joke about, like, how I, how when you're doing the sex stuff um you can just say feminism and then it's like oh okay let's let's, let's figure stuff out what's going on here it's, uh-huh. you know so pe- for people who don't have a safe word you can just shout feminism this <laughs> is the joke yeah that's about as into it as i get <laughs> but on the podcast i surprise myself like there are things i never thought i would talk about 
And we have a, a vagina episode, so look into that. Yeah, I, that that came up several times in the one I listened to. I didn't go yeah. back and listen to it. I didn't have time. Yeah. I don't. I'm not sure. I don't know how I'm going to take that if I do listen to it. Right? Um, you know, you know, people. If you want to listen to my podcast, it's called the Deal with It podcast. Deal with it. Um, you don't have to listen to every episode. You can pick a couple. Like I know people feel intimidated, even with this podcast. Like, oh, I got to start at the beginning, listen to all of it. But you can like pick and choose. Oh, for sure. I oh. think a lot of people do that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Pick a topic. It's pre- ours. If you go to our website, it's pretty searchable too, so you can search for different topics and things like narcolepsy or um, diabetes or um, you know bipolar disorder. What kind of things are you learning? I learn about. I've learned. Literally every guest we have, I am learning so many things. I'm learning like the like how in like narcolepsy isn't just this disorder that makes you just like fall asleep. Okay. It's also a disorder where you can kind of be in a dreamlike state when you're awake. So it's like that I learned. Um okay. and I learned more about like chronic pain. I deal with chronic pain. We talk to other people and there's this theory called the spoon theory where you only have twelve spoons a day and you have to use and you're basically that's your energy and it takes different energies to get things done. So it's like I just posted about that today. Okay. I learned we had my mom on. I learned what it was like to be a mom of someone who's like going through other daughter having heart surgery and things like that. Just like a whole different perspective of like from my side I was like oh yeah I've I've heart surgery like I'm kind of it sucks to have to wear a back brace but for my mom she's just how much she worried about me have you had you had those conversations with your mom before a little bit oh yeah we definitely talked about it but there were definitely some stuff that came up in the episode I'll have to listen to it again (laughs) (laughs) yeah but gosh uh just and just learning about how uh suicide isn't isn't this thing where we were taught in school that it's like like it's just something that's like very shameful and something where they're doing it and they're doing it because they're selfish. Yeah. But when people commit suicide, a lot of times they think that they're doing the world a favor. Like in their head, yeah. they're thinking like, oh, the world would be better off without, without me. me yeah. And it's like, oh, it just hits and sinks in that it's just such a com- like mental illness is such a complicated um, illness. Oh, for and, sure. Yeah. And it's just and so many people are struggling with it. And, and it's like the more and more people you get who are talking about it, that's what we're hoping. Yeah. That that more people will be aware. And every time celebrities are dying left and right of suicide and uh, it's overdoses. Insane. And yeah. 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 Uh, it's forcing. We do this thing every week at, uh, at my house now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have two daughters. I'm not mm-hmm. with them full time because mm-hmm. I'm divorced from their mom. So when I have them, on, I don't have them every weekend when the Sunday paper comes out. However, I do have them every Monday. The okay. Sunday paper, the Pioneer Press here uh, posts a... Um, quiz like a weekly news it's like a newsworthy quiz it's like Mm -hmm. 10 questions of just kind of like pop culture political just uh uh, current event questions every week we i do them with my family my wife and two daughters yeah however it brings up like everything that's in the news yeah like the happy stuff <laughs> yeah. like you know and there's like, questions about the who, royal wedding a few yeah. months ago, or a month ago and then who there's also questions about, like, yeah like <laughs> anthony bourdain and like yeah oh. then i'm you know then i'm having a then i'm having a short suicide talk with yeah. my children which is we, kind of weird but weird but that's good that you're doing that and talking about it because a lot of times we just got that information from health class and, mm-hmm. and in health class it's just one teacher you know 30 students you don't really get one-on-one to just talk and be like plus i had a shitty one i don't know if you did oh god yeah yeah. Oh yeah, it was 
I mean, I was like, it wasn't fun, but like, I guess health class shouldn't be fun. No, right? But like, come on, let's play some games or something. (laughs) (laughs) Not these like scary movies about how mushrooms are going to kill you. Right. (laughs) How about like a blank model of the body and we have to put the pieces like (laughs) where they fit? That would be so fun. We can blindfold, spin around. (laughs) Hey, when I was uh, looking, uh, I was scouring the internet um, and I found something that actually ties into your podcast. I don't know. Cool. This was from... I think it was from earlier this week. Okay. And I, the reason this caught my eye is because you did an episode where somebody talked about video game addiction. Yeah, yeah. The World Health Organization has officially classified video game addiction as a mental health condition wow. for the first time ever. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. That's so great. They're calling it gaming disorder. Mm. And it's included in the 11th edition of their international classification of diseases that gives the addiction a significant boost in credibility. It could help make it easier for people who have yep. it to get the proper treatment. Yeah. Some psychologists aren't convinced it should be considered on the same level as other addictions like drugs or even yeah. gambling because they say video game addiction rarely stands alone. It's usually a side effect of anxiety or depression. Hmm. I kind of see that because when I play video games, I don't feel anxious. And it's just like you can just when I'm like need to to just refresh, I'll just play a video game. And I use it as like a reward for things like like, oh, I did all my homework this week. I can play video games. But then I'm like playing Candy Crush and that game I'm spending money. It's essentially gambling because you're just like spending all this money to win. And I, I was I played like eight hours straight and then I would be like, oh, I haven't gone to the bathroom and I'm really hungry. Oh, my God. Andy. So, yeah, like I had to delete it from my phone. And that was just a few weeks ago or when we were doing the episode like a couple months ago. Yeah. OK. And I know a lot of people who come home and that's all they do. They play on their phone and it's like your your life's just slipping away. Yeah. It's like you're never going to be like, oh, I wish I would have played more Candy Crush. Like you're never going to. No shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But that after we did that episode, I played more video games. It did not help me to, to be aware of it. What did you do? Switch to something else? Yeah, I just played more. Like I downloaded more games and like the episode and like talking about it just made me want to play more. <laughs> so don't listen to that episode. Oh, no. Because <laughs> you'll just want to play video games. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, Jolene's husband had video game addiction. Where... Oh, is that who it was? Mm-hmm. Okay chell and he was just playing like and he had like a whole life and he got had like a on uh, he was married in a video game before and jolene was like what oh boy she was like, yep they had a ceremony and everything and she was like who is this bitch <laughs> yeah i had a roommate once one of the last times i had a roommate it was that um uh was it world was it world of warcraft or was mm-hmm. it a different one that around that same time where i would go to bed Mm-hmm. You know, let's say like midnight, mm-hmm. uh, get up and go to work. That was when I was working morning radio. So I'd get up really early, go to work. Mm-hmm. He would still be up playing. Yep. I'd come home from that job at noon or one o'clock. He's still playing. Yeah. Like, dude. No. And dude, and he I, ended up, we ended up, it got to the point where um, he, it kept him from getting another job. Oh, we absolutely. Ended up, we ended up going around to pawn shops and selling all of his stuff oh, basically to pay his side part of the rent otherwise oh. we were both going to get evicted yeah. major issue yeah yeah that, and a good friend of mine like one of my best buddies well yeah and people and that's like people come home and they play like if they got kids they ignore their kids like they're playing video games like you see it in tv shows all the time like the dad comes home and just like plays and w- women as well but i i don't know you just see a lot of, of dudes doing it too but it's like they people they need help like there needs to be a way to like to, to to distance yourself from the gaming. So I hope they have treatment centers and stuff like that. And 
Because, yeah, like, that's what I worry about. Like, am I going to look back and be like, why did I spend so much time playing Farm Town? Like, didn't I see, I was looking at Instagram today, and didn't I see that you and your husband went to a video game place last night? Yeah, we went to play video games last <laughs> night. We went to Up Down. We got done with the show. We were there till like 1 a.m. You stop it. Okay, I'm done. I'm not addicted. I don't have a problem. Just because there was alcohol being served there. You, you were just there to keep an eye on Alex and make yeah. sure he didn't get out of control. Right? See, but at least that's social. I left, you know, I left the house. I think that's fine. Go to an arcade. Seriously. I think that's cool. No, I'm jealous. Only I haven't play been there video games at arcades. Then you're good. Fair enough. <laughs> but oh, you know what? Now I want to know what game did you switch to from Candy Crush? Why well, now I'm playing Pokemon Quest. <laughs> I just downloaded it today. That's different than the Pokemon, Pokemon Go? Go? Yeah, I'm playing Pokemon Go too. But it's like so fun. But whatever. I only played like two hours today. I still have a job. I don't drink anymore. I haven't had a drink in 330 days. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm seeing how long I can go. Okay. <laughs> just for really. the heck of it? Yeah. Uh, for, and also just for better my life. Like, um, I, I was so, I couldn't say no. Like, so I wasn't the type of person who was like binging, at least at this point in my life, obviously, up until like 27 or whatever. I was getting hammered, you know, a bunch. Just kidding, mom. Uh, <laughs> But, like, I couldn't say no, so then I would have one or two, and then I always got sick, no matter oh. how much I had. Just one drink, two drinks, I always felt shitty, and I kept drinking. But then being able to just say none at all has been amazing. I can just say none, and it's so great. Like, weddings, I don't have to worry about the next day feeling crappy. Mm -hmm. like, parties with my family, like, reunions, stuff like that. Uh, and the trips, like, I'm saving so much money. So much money. I'm saving the club here all week. So much <laughs> money. You have no idea all the... Oh, rebels you... I'm not having. You didn't turn your phone off. You, you know what's really funny? You need to answer it? No. Actually, I just did answer it on accident. But you know what's really funny? What? You know what that was? That was my courtesy call from a pharmacy saying my Zoloft is in. No way! Yes. So, so want to tie everything together? What? Yeah, you're Zoloft! Swear to God. So, but are you open about that? Do you talk about I've that? I've mentioned it on this podcast before. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that's my... And, the pharmacy. And it's total up. bullshit because uh, I ended up... We already went through the drive through at this pharmacy last night to yeah. pick up some stuff for my yeah. wife. I had ordered... I had reordered my prescription, but when I called the... Um, the phone line mm -hmm. thing to do it to automate a deal it was yeah. like oh well would you like to get a 90 day prescription yeah they asked me to do that too would you like to get 90 days instead and i thought well yeah why not yeah, absolutely. you know this my copay will be times three just you know this one time and then uh it's you know whatever that's fine yeah well because of that they needed to call, contact yeah. the doctor and get an Make okay sure, yeah. so my freaking we already there last night and my yeah. pills weren't ready now they're ready so See, I guess that's good. Well, mine, um, I get text messages, and I love it. I get texts that say, like, hey, would you like us to refill this prescription? And I just do it all through, through texts. Well, I also have that email thing that they yeah. same, except that uh, about two weeks ago, I did hit, yes, refill it. Then I never went to go pick it up. So they canceled it and put it back. Oh, so mine mine keeps texting me, hey, it's ready. Hey, it's ready. You have yeah, they did, to too. Yeah, I waited too long. Come on, dude. I know. I do that too. I didn't though. run out of pills, though. See, I know. And if you run out of pills, you can still go there and they can quick fill it. Yeah. But, like, it is a hassle. Like, I hate it. I hate <laughs> taking medicine. Like, my whole life revolves around it. Like, if I forget in the morning, then I'm like, then I have my blood, I have to worry about my heart all day. If I forget at night, it's like, uh, and like, I wish I could just go to a friend's house and like pass out. Like, no, I have, nope, sorry, I have to go home. I have to take my medicine. Yeah. It's like, how do you, what do you do to keep track? 
Um, I can tell if I don't take it because my body, I can just physically tell. Okay. So, which is nice. Yeah. But um, I just always take it every night. I just always take it. So, it's been, I've been doing it since I was two. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's not, ugh, it's just not fun. But yeah, I'm really good at uh, taking the soul off. I yeah, do. It, I do it before. That's bed. good. Yeah, I do it before bed too. In the morning, it's I. I wake up to different times all the time. I can't remember. And I will say because I, I I'm not. I don't totally not drink. That's mm-hmm. a weird sentence. I, I drink occasionally, not okay. too much tonight. Like after we do this, I'm gonna go play uh, beer league softball. Cool. I'll have some beers tonight. Be- okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, my kids will be with us. I'm sure I won't have any beer at all. Yeah. You know, I just won't. Mm-hmm. Um. However, there was a time maybe like six, seven years ago where I was drinking significantly more. Mm-hmm. And that was a time where I would be drinking and all of a sudden forget to take this all off. Oh, Zoloft yeah. And then forget the next morning to take it. And oh, then like no. midday the next day, I'm starting to have those little like, like lightning strikes oh. in my head. Like, yeah. I know. I wish I could just get it in like something injected in my skin and just took it for me yeah right i know it's just a special jacket you yeah. put on and shirt <laughs> but while i'm wishing why don't i just wish i don't have any <laughs> any need for shoot medicine? higher yeah right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't settle on your wishes yeah. what am i doing <laughs> i'm shooting really low on my wishes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so anyway that's that whole conversation just started because you said you don't drink anymore all right well that's good saving yeah. money mm-hmm. that that is good and i pretty much do the same thing uh when i got here today i was commenting to uh lewis about how big the crowd was here last night. oh yeah huge crowd on a wednesday night yeah uh Uh, thanks for telling him (laughs) (laughs) of course i always give him the good report that's good Good um I'm sure a few of those people were here for the contest last yep, night, contest which people. I will say that both contestants pretty strong last yeah, night. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I don't now. I don't remember what was your. You did the contest, yeah, right? I think in 2008, I did the contest. Yeah, and uh, I got second place. You got second place. Okay, yes. yeah. I was driving over here. I'm like, I don't think she won. No, you did get second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It was it was fun. Like it's all everyone. When you start out, it's all you talk about. It's right. like, oh, the acting contest. Like, I want to do good. And, mm-hmm. like, you can't get paid. So you're, like, turning down money and you're feeling like a big shot. Being like, yeah, I'll, I'll do the contest and I'll win it and I'll get to work at Acme. Mm-hmm. And I didn't win, but I still got to work here. So I'll take it. I think it worked out. <laughs> yeah, it worked I out. I think it worked out. How long has it been now since you left, since you moved out of town? Four and a half years. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm back all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm back five, six times a year at least. Coming back doing corporates and colleges and do you like maybe you don't even have an opinion on this but do you like minnesota more not living here or honestly i love minnesota and i what i do love is like when i come home in the winter and i get like one week of winter and i'm like ooh, winter it's so fun and so pretty bye (laughs) (laughs) enjoy it i'll leave it here with you so pretty and everyone's like oh i have to scrape off the ice on my car Mm -hmm. (laughs) my car that won't start because Mm -hmm. it's so cold yeah Uh but it's weird i noticed like it was like maybe like a year ago when i was like oh la is my home like i was like that's so weird like been here for four years i was like wow like i know the streets and like i know the neighborhood yeah it's nice it's nice having another home i like that right on Mm mm-hmm um, now, now I'm asking. We're going to take a time out here. I'm not ask, talking to Andy Erickson, the um, comedian that lives in L.A. I'm talking mm-hmm. to the girl who grew up in Ham Lake. Yeah. Celebrity sightings in the last year or so. Yeah. Any you want to share? Well, I just worked with Joel McHale. Oh, I saw that picture. That was super cool. He was so nice. 
And that was at a festival or something? Yeah, a festival. Yeah, he was really great. Um, and then, like, Nikki Glaser, I'm friends with her, and she's blowing up, which is so cool. Yeah, she's awesome. And yes, I've been hearing uh, uh, on podcasts and whatnot about the secret relationship she had, she had with Pete Lee. <laughs> yeah, she's been talking about that. That's yeah, I remember hearing yeah. that for the first time about a month ago. I was like, what the hell, yeah. Pete? <laughs> son of a gun. They're best friends. thought you so shared great. everything. <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, man, yeah, that's pretty cool. And um, uh, Tom Segura, he's like fucking blowing up. Yes. He has been like he's been exploding for years. But it's like it's so cool because like I worked with him here. Yeah, right. I know he's we, he's done this podcast. Yeah, yeah oh, a few that's times. So cool. Yeah, and he's just like I, I when I, I ride in Ubers a lot and I take Uberpool um, because whatever it's cheaper and I like making friends and. Um, Sometimes I'll get recognized in the Ubers, you know, like people, which will be kind of cool. But then other times I like to ask people like, oh, who are your favorite comedians? And like the last couple of times people have been like Tom Segura, which I was like, that's so cool that he's like a household name. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that. I think it's so cool. I think Netflix is great for like now and, and his podcast too is huge. I can vouch. Uh, I also have experienced uh, him hitting mainstream because I have, yeah. you know, like I've got a painting gig, you know, painting houses cool. and whatnot. I work with guys that aren't into comedy like I mm -hmm. am. But they love his specials on Netflix. Yeah. That's the name where I'm like, oh, hey, Justin, who are you talking to this mm -hmm. week? And I'll say who, and they're like, mm -hmm. eh, what did they, what yeah, would yeah, I know yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, who else have you, have you had anybody, the, you know, people that aren't even close to big comedy fans mm -hmm. only know like five names. Oh, my God. No one knows anybody. Right? It's like, they know like, oh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, it might even be less than five. It might be yeah. two yeah. these days. <laughs> like, like Ellen DeGeneres, uh -huh. you know, like... Larry the Cable Guy. Yes, Larry the Cable yeah. Guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm always impressed. We're like, oh, Tom Segura. Oh, my God, he's so yeah. funny. I'm like, yeah, he's been on my podcast yeah. a couple times. <laughs> I met Ron White. He was really cool from the... Oh, yeah. The, what was Did it? you work with him somewhere? Uh, on the... Last Comic Standing tour, he did a set at one of the theaters. Oh, he did okay. like a quick set at the end of it. So oh, okay. I didn't really work with him, yeah. but he worked with me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Are you uh are you are you and Alex hitting up baseball games when you're in LA? Yeah, uh, we've gone to see the Anaheim Angels when the Twins played. A friend of ours worked for a company that had a box, so oh, we got to sweet. watch that, and we won, which is so cool to be like in an Angels box, being like, "Yeah, suck it! Yeah, I'm taking a handful of treats and I leave in a bunch of bottled water. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to pay for this." And then uh, we went to the Twins game when we came here too on Sunday. Yeah, we the Twins. And, uh -huh. we and I sat in row three twenty two, and I was right by where they like keep track of the strikeouts, the letter K, like along the edge. They okay. keep track of like okay. every strikeout, and I got to be the one who like held up the letter K and put it in the slot. Like, really? Yeah, yeah. Because I was just sitting there, and they were like, someone came. I was like, hey, can you do this? And we were like, sure. And like my father in law was like, can we get a free beer? For doing it and he was like mm, no <laughs> like come on we're working here <laughs> but yeah that was really fun and i got to be on the jumbotron yes about on on stage so people when will this come out possibly before they come and see your show or possibly Sweet. after yeah oh yeah well if you ever come see me well now i have a new joke about the jumbotron mm -hmm. being on the jumbotron yeah. so cool yeah my we went to a twins game last year my daughter's school choir oh, cool. got to sing the seventh <gasps> inning stretch no way yeah that's so cool. And they were, you know, the kids were like all so excited. And then, you know, okay, it's the middle of the sixth. We better start heading yeah, down there and get ready. And uh, once the middle of the seventh hits and it's time for them to sing, 
they were all so just staring at themselves on the camera, ah, like on the screen, like cute. barely paying attention to like just the singing was, barely yeah, singing was barely fun. singing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but getting there to see themselves on the big screen. Well, yeah, they were saying like, "What do you want to say to twenty thousand people?" I'm like, "Whoa." <laughs> 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 and you played a game that you're now doing uh, yeah. uh, during the show here at yeah. Acme. Are you going to do it all week? Yeah, I think so. Until someone beats me. So far, I, I did better than anyone else. Okay. Has. And then uh, for people that are thinking about coming, you definitely should. You could. Um, we're not going to tell you what the game yeah, is. Yeah, I don't want you to cheat. There's no che- no cheating. <laughs> I thought about that earlier today. Like, oh, I could really get people. No, no I'm not going to tell yeah, anybody. Yeah, what yeah, the... yeah. Tell them and then have them sit up front and give them a bunch of O words. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you have you'll have prizes new prizes maybe yeah some candy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh i also wanted so something that you talked about on stage last mm-hmm. night yeah I, we don't need i don't want to give anything away really but we're just um yeah. you talked about your father a bit mm-hmm. and said about how one time he some i don't even i guess i don't know how you, if you said how it happened but a minute you were in the hospital and a yes. minnesota vikings player yes. came to visit you yes right that's all we need to say we won't give anything else about that you said the name on stage last night mm-hmm. i'm a, been a vikings fan forever yeah. and i'm going who in the fuck yeah. is J- jason fisk, jason fisk yeah. i've looked it up yeah do you know what he does now no he is a AP biology teacher in high school. Are you kidding me? Nope. Wow. At least according to Wikipedia. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Wow, so he's wicked smart. AP, that's like college biology. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he's a teacher. Mm-hmm. That's so, I'm glad he didn't get that concussion disorder. <laughs> right, and there's no CTE, yeah, as, far, no CTE. As, as far as we know. Yeah, maybe not yet. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? Wow, yeah, he was really nice. And, like, he was, like, the Vikings, that was, like, 98. I had the surgery, I think, in 98. Yeah, I looked at the years. Was it 97? Yeah. Yeah. He played, like, two or three years for the Vikings. Yeah. Defensive end. When they were, like, when we had Randy Moss and Chris Carter, and it was, Mm -hmm. like, a good year. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. (laughs) But, yeah. I I mean, I can tell part of the story. Just that he, my dad got to choose who got to see me in the ICU. Yeah. He chose a Vikings player, and I was just like a nine-year-old girl who probably had no interest in meeting a a football player. But it made my dad so happy, so it made me happy. (laughs) And that's good enough sometimes, right? Right, right, right. You know, one of the things we talked about last time you did this podcast is that you were doing, at the time, you were doing Punchline Punch-Out on Facebook Live. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. That was so fun. Not doing that anymore on Facebook Live? we just did like two seasons of it, and it was like, we might do it again. But the, uh, the a show we were planning on pitching as a TV show, like a game show. But a show came out called Punchline, and we we're just like, and it was kind of similar. So we we're like, oh. oh, I guess we can't <laughs> yeah. sell this show. But maybe we could. I think that show got canceled. I've never heard of it. Yeah, that matters. But okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was, and we we're still doing Punchline Punch Out at um, the Hollywood Improv Lab. Like, I think the show's this Saturday. Amber's hosting it. Oh. Yeah. Amber Preston. Mm-hmm. Right on. My wonderful Amber Preston. She's sure. married now, too. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Amber. Congrats, Amber. <laughs> She's been on this podcast once, I think, before oh, yeah? she moved out of town. Okay. Yeah. Now, she doesn't come back as often as you do. Yeah, I don't know if she does. No. And you, uh, speaking of that, you mentioned uh, coming back here to do colleges. Mm-hmm. So how many, is that a th- thing you're doing a lot yeah now? that's how i pay the bills i do colleges it is. yeah and um i perform i'll be in maine coming up here i was just in florida nebraska 
uh, Minnesota, I did, I did uh, one of the colleges in the south. I can't remember. <laughs> south Minnesota. Winona. Maybe it was Winona. Yeah, was that it? Yeah. Might have been. Probably. And so I, I do colleges, and I like doing them in the beginning of the year because like, I do like the welcome to school for the freshman shows and stuff okay. like that. And otherwise, sometimes I'm just doing it for a bunch of kids in the cafeteria doing their homework, and that's fun too. But yeah. And a lot of times it's a, it's their first time seeing a comedy show. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So that's fun, too, to be like, this is what comedy is. Meow, meow, meow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your favorite comedian. <laughs> if you see anyone else making people laugh, that's not comedy. Yeah, this is comedy. This is comedy. <laughs> Focus on the animal sounds. <laughs> preferably. Yep. Full circle. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, speaking of that. You're doing, you have something, there's something happening at Acme. By the time people hear this, it'll yeah. be over, but. Yeah, tonight. Uh, the high, high school seniors? Yeah, they're getting high school kids in here. They're teaching them young. The comedy is awesome. <laughs> so you're going to do a little Q&A yeah. with them. That's before the show tonight? Yeah, before the show. Do you have any idea what to expect? I, if it's similar to college, then they're going to be very, like, sweet and nervous and there's gonna be one of them who's like super outgoing and loud and like wants attention and like thinks they're already a comedian and then there's gonna be a couple who are just like just so excited and yeah it's i don't know what they're gonna ask i kind of wish i had the questions beforehand yeah right <laughs> just like, how much do you get paid <laughs> like be quiet <laughs> five dollars <laughs> go to bed it's past your bedtime what are you doing up <laughs> i'll just lecture them <laughs> Um, did you see that article that came out, the Hollywood Reporter thing about, uh, they, they followed an agent around and he was like, oh yeah, people new to LA doing comedy, they're making 1200 to 2500 a week. What does that even mean? New to LA. Comics, working just, comics in LA, this no. guy says are making 1250 to 2500 a week. No. So then, okay, yeah, the look on your face is, I'm like, is the I reaction everyone, no, no. <laughs> No, they okay. It's interesting you didn't see this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, was it on some about two a week and a half ago? Two, I didn't do a podcast last week, so I didn't oh, bring it okay. up to everybody. So I've just been holding on yeah, to this one. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, about yeah, it. but like uh, they interviewed, uh, they did a follow up and went to people like Lori Kilmartin, who will yeah. be here at Acme next yeah. week, and she's going, yeah, no. If I outed some of the clubs and what they pay me, they wouldn't bring me back. Like, no, <laughs> I'm, I can't even say how oh, little yeah. it is at some no, places. You get, I mean, I've headlined rooms and you get a meal or nothing that's what they're saying or they're saying oh yeah but i might if i do a set somewhere i might get 20 bucks might, yeah. i might get a beer or a mm -hmm. drink yeah i might get enough money to buy myself a, a burger on the way home mm -hmm. like a lot yeah. of times it's nothing it's just the stage time is what i'm getting paid with. well yeah and like i remember the big thing was like when you're doing a showcase set at meltdown comics which isn't around anymore but you got 40 dollars in credit at the comic book store and that was like a big deal <laughs> that like everyone got 40 bucks because you don't get paid to do showcases you just don't oh well it's it's, it's like the improv lab they, they toss everyone like a portion of the door so you get like a little bit there that might even been mentioned what the place you yeah. just i think that was in the article yeah yeah so but it's not standard to pay and honestly it's so weird that i would I think I've just been programmed to not even expect it or care. <laughs> like, like we probably could strike, but then no, there's too many comedians who would just fill our places. Like, yeah, people would do it for free. Right, so right. It's not a, it's, it's not really a good 
capitalism. Capitalism doesn't work for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, and it's not a secret. M- many of my uh, guests on this show and other places, uh, mm-hmm. c- comedians say, yeah, the colleges pay well. Pa- colleges pay great, yeah. yeah. And you can kind of decide your rate. Like, if you have a lower rate, you can maybe do more colleges, but making a little bit less. You can make your rate a little bit higher. And... um possibly do less colleges but like get more bang for your buck for like one day yeah you know, get a couple grand there was like a thing didn't i see like, brian miller posted something a few weeks ago yeah, about posted that, yeah, yeah. So about don't take less than blank yeah right yeah, yeah yeah what do you think about something like that like yeah if we could it's, all agree to not take lower than whatever yeah. well it's good to definitely let people know like i share with other comics how much i make on like um, different gigs and when, I, when I'm taking a gig I call around and ask how much do they pay you because I want to know you do. that I'm not getting undercut yeah and it's, it's great and like and women too we're trying to help each other out because we don't want to get paid less than men so like I'm just calling around and I make and maybe you're, they're not allowed to share it but like who gives a fuck like yeah. we need to talk and so it's good I think it's great that Brian shared that because you don't know like what you're worth or like what you should make and you're afraid to like say too much but eventually what happened with me was like and when you're new you're not going to have as much room to like ask for more money sure and you take the amount of money that like makes it worth your time you you need to have more than what you like your gas has to be covered your food has to be covered at least you know a, a significant chunk of money but like when you're new sometimes you just need to headline. And if they're going to pay you a hundred bucks to headline and you've never headlined, get the experience. Yeah. That is, that is valuable. It kind of depends on what the show is too. But like, what also sucks too is like, I, I don't, I rarely do gigs for like, like a, if it's uncomfortable, rarely for less than a thousand, because like, if you're like, you're traveling there, you're, you can't do other work because you're there. Like, and that's not even that much. Like when you think about, how much time and effort goes into crafting that set and then like what you're providing them and how much money they have it all goes into it but i take gigs i do gigs for free all the time i did a benefit show they flew me out but it was for a benefit show so i did the show for free i said keep the 200 bucks that's fine yeah and like a lot of comedians have money they're willing to do shows for cheaper because they they're like i don't need the money like it's fine and i've done corporates where it's a favor for like my mom's my mom's company like all oh, the, the you know the, the chamber of commerce is doing this thing can you can you come help out and i'm like yeah you're my mom you've given me everything sure so i i do gigs where i will i'll take less pay than maybe they should be paying because it's pretty easy to underpay but man corporates typically pay pretty good like no i gotta ask so let's say you're um you're asking around to some of your uh, female friends and asking mm-hmm. them how much and, they made. Uh, and, and dudes, too. And dudes, too. Yeah, to compare. Okay, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. So you're doing that, and then you come up, and then you, like, I don't know, have you realized, like, oh, shit, this place is tr- paying women less. Do you uh, then just not take it? Do you Have you ever brought it? Has there ever been a confrontation with, like, a management or anything at a club where you're like, hey, I want to work there, but come on. I haven't. I haven't found that because... I will go in and ask for my rate. So I'm going in and asking. They're not telling me. And then me going, like, checking around and, like, looking into it. Like, I've, I've turned down gigs, though, that I didn't think paid enough. Okay. And there are some clubs that don't have very many women. There was a, a club that I checked their lineup, uh, like, a legit club. No women headliners last year. Like, none. Wow. One, they had one, someone, like, a co. And, like, that... That's just fucking bizarre. Yeah. So that's not even... You know how they're paying women less? They're paying women zero. 
Yeah, that's Zero, quite a bit less. They're not even hiring them. That's amazing. So uh, like, there's that. In a club like that, the fact that you turn it down, they don't. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they don't know probably that you turned it down because of that. Yeah. You know. No, I I turned it down because they didn't offer me enough, and then I was like, oh, and there's, you don't even have women here you should you should be like so happy to have to have a woman like mm-hmm. you should be so happy to like because like yes more women like but they didn't even they didn't even barter with me they didn't even care wow so i was like whatever if you don't want me then i it, which was hard because it's like i want to work yeah right you know this is what I, you do yeah. yeah but it's like you gotta you gotta like but i'm not gonna make a big deal about it because that's can be career suicide too like sure to just to to make things a big deal you really got to band together and it's like the effort that that takes <laughs> but what's cool about like colleges and stuff is your rate is public um because all the colleges can see it so you can go and look around at NACA's oh when when you do the NACA they list and depending on how big you are they they list every comedian's rate and you can go and look, oh. and I looked at all the other communities, and I was able to see, like, okay, this is how we're kind of comparing. We're asking about You fall in amount. between this person and this person. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I set my own rate, so it's cool, like, with my managers, they help me. But, like, I talk to other comedians, and, like, I flat out ask them, and, like, people actually love telling you how much they make, if they make a lot. Sure, <laughs> well, I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And he was like... Yeah, I was, like, I was like, how much do you make for a college? She's like, you know, five grand to ten grand. And this is like a, a bigger kind of comedian name. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, sweet. Another comedian, yeah, around five grand for a college. I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not making that much. But it's like, it's good to know that like that's a possibility and to like aim for that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Since we're talking about money, yeah. I remember seeing... Uh, another thing we talked about last time you were on, because that's right when you were about to be... Or I think you... It was in, in the Scream Queens yes, period of your queens. career. Yes. It was so fun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's unfortunately been canceled. Or yeah, they canceled it after, canceled what, two years? Two right? seasons, Two seasons. Yeah. Uh, but I remember you posting something. They were selling the wardrobes, yes. they, right? The clothes that all the characters were wearing, so the clothes that I wore on the show, they were selling them on eBay. Yeah. And I caught it a little too late, so there was only like one of my outfits left, and someone else won it. I bid. I tried to win it. Oh, you did? It was fitted to my body. Yes, yeah. I wanted the dress. Yeah. Like, it was probably like a several hundred dollar dress, because it was like sewn specifically for me, and someone else got it for like 80 bucks. That's what's gonna. So only eighty bucks, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. There, there. It was. Uh, it was just a pink dress, but uh, I just like I don't want to pay eighty bucks for a pink dress. <laughs> but I should have. I should have. I'm not good at eBay. <laughs> what, uh, what? What were the other things? Oh, they had shoes. They had jewelry. They had stuff that like Emma Roberts and Leah Michelle wore. That stuff went for a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the girls did get her dress. One of the girls I worked with got a dress that she wore on the show. So that's super cool. It's got to be cool. They just—I mean, think about—you got to look on eBay and something you wore yes. and sold on there. I so mean, come bizarre. on, that's crazy. And, and uh, one of the girls, Dahlia Glick, who's she's in a, a bunch of other stuff too, but um, a drag queen got it and then took a selfie with it, was wearing her outfit. And she was—it was so cool. No I was like kidding. that is so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah, it would be cool to find out who ended up with yours or where. Yeah, it is or whatever. I wonder. Because they sell the, uh, I wore a bunch of clothes on the show, and it was a bummer too. Because I got killed off before I got to wear a few outfits that like they fitted me. For. Oh no! I was like oh, I wanted to wear the show. This outfit the unworn the ones. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Son yeah. of a gun. I, is there any you enjoy acting? Yeah. I do. I was so new to it. It was my first time acting in like 
I got thrown into it. So like I was in like four episodes of a show as a guest star where normally you start off with like a bit part where you have like one line, but I right. was like a guest star. So that was really, really cool. And I got to like, I had a stand in, you know, who would go and stand when they did the light and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I had my own trailer and got to wear like super cool clothes and hang out. And I, I was filming for like three months kind of off and on it yeah. messed with my schedule a ton because like i ha- you had to you had to whatever day you were scheduled for you had to do it so sure. i had to cancel a bunch of gigs but it was worth it it yeah. was so fun acting is so fun anything now that you're um, trying I've to do auditioned. or have done or i did like a game show which i don't know if people know this you audition for game shows people think i don't know they think you just randomly apply and they pick you but you have to like go on auditions with like callbacks and stuff sure. like that so yeah. I, ca- I count that as a gig me and my husband did popular opinion and won 10 grand with pat susmilch three of us did a game show oh yeah yeah wait was that just an inter- that's like a, a just an internet tv show F- yeah. facebook show yeah facebook has their own tv show you guys legit won 10 grand <laughs> yeah yeah really so me and alex together got six grand yeah no yeah, kidding they, yeah we put our face alex put his face in mayonnaise we had to like name all the mario kart characters and, and actually, the game show company, like, called me. They are like, hey, do you want to audition for Let's Make a Deal? <laughs> so so I'm going to audition for that. <laughs> oh, that's still going to happen, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing that when I get back. We're going on an audition. So I'm not acting, but I'm, like, winning prizes, <laughs> which is way cooler. <laughs> you are on some kind of a run winning prizes. Yeah. <laughs> with the, yeah, with the I the twins so. game and the... Yeah! Yeah, let's hope that leads you to Let's Make a Deal. Maybe. I know. So keep an eye out. But no, I'm... I'm, I'm Act in my own like little things, like a little web series. We're submitting that around still, so we haven't shared it yet. And okay. I'm writing a lot. I'm writing like TV shows and trying to get hired on like a, a TV show or a writer and stuff like that. That's my main my main goal. Okay, get hired as a TV writer or write for like Conan or Late Night or something like that, and then like do colleges kind of. I just. You should, it's probably something you want to look at today, or maybe you did this morning. There's some article I, ju- I just glanced over real Sweet. quickly. It was a thing about four women that are working right now as writers on late night shows. That's great. Yeah. Like Lori Kilmartin. Um, it wasn't her. No, she wasn't one. included. But yeah, she's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the, I don't remember any of the women's there's names. A, there's one of them were, were writes for like the Daily Show, another cool. one for that Jordan Klepper show yeah. that's on okay, afterwards. Cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like th- there's still, there's a push uh, initiative to get more women hired in late night and stuff like that. And I know a lot of women who like are working really hard. Like, we, oh, man, it would be amazing. To, to write for I, I've complimented you many times on the, the jokes you put out on Twitter. Oh, Very funny. Um, Thank you. How are you. How are you using social media these days? Well, I'm trying to get into Instagram more because, like, that's what everyone seems to be using and the kids and stuff. It's, but Am I wrong that it's not Twitter anymore? It's uh, not. Yeah. Like, there still is, like, people on Twitter, and I, I still love it. Like, now I I do, go. too, but... It's it's not, but Twitter never was really that big. Like there was a time when it kind of was, but it was never. People still didn't understand it. I guess not. I don't know. I, it's, um, it's definitely Instagram. People now are screenshotting their tweets and putting them on Instagram. So I think that's yeah, what I need to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen that. Like uh, Mike Kaplan, who is so oh funny. yeah, so funny. They're like, yeah, his tweets don't get a ton of attention from what I've seen. Then Mine, he does a screenshot, puts it on Instagram, yeah, and it up. Yeah, I need to do that. I've seen people do that. But yeah. Speak it. So I just mentioned Mike Kaplan. You have any names that people you love to follow? Um, Mary Mack. 
Yes. Tim Harmston. Never Tommy heard of him. Ryman, Amber <laughs> Preston. Oh, you're so sweet. Jolene Lunzer. Mentioning all your friends. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I follow, um, well, now I follow Joel McHale, <laughs> Rory Scovel, Amy Schumer, um, Lena Dunham. Yeah. And I've been doing a thing, too, where I'm, like, reading comedy biographies. So I'm trying to get into, like, oh, they're so interesting. I just read Amy Poehler's and, like... Okay. Um, did you like it? Yeah, I did. I loved it. And Tina Fey's. They're just like, oh, they're just these just normal people. These normal, cool people who, like, worked really hard and followed their dreams. And Ken Jennings just wrote a book about comedy. I saw that. So, and it's about, like, the history of comedy. Mm-hmm. It looks like really, that? from what I've He's read so about smart. it, looks really interesting. I've, I'll have to check that out. I yeah. think I'm... I like put a hold on it at the library. E- ebook. I do with e- ebook. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do too sometimes. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love Jeopardy too. So that's gonna be perfect. I- yeah, he's a big comedy fan. That's so great. He's, he's sort of a comedy nerd, oh. not just a nerd in general. Just a regular nerd. <laughs> he's an all-around nerd, continental <laughs> nerd. I think. Sweet. What you call that? Yeah, I'll have to check that out. There, um, something I do every once in a while with guests is I'll look up. Uh, their home city, mm-hmm. like their state or city. Yep. If they're not from here, I'll like Google their state mm-hmm. for news and just see like what there's some stupid story. Yeah. Or like for you, I Googled Ham Lake. Yep. News to see if anything like, was interesting news? came up. Well, this one does not have a sad ending like you think it would. Okay. Uh, I, I'm just going to preface it with that because it's about a drunk driver. Ooh, but no shit. one was hurt. Okay, good. Okay, no one was hurt. Let's put that out there right now. But there was a woman arrested in Ham... She was not from Ham Lake. She's from Blaine. Arrested oh. in Ham Lake. Her third DUI, I think, in the last... Wow. I don't know. Or maybe three or four. Uh, but her mugshot, the t-shirt she was wearing... Oh, no. <laughs> alcohol you later. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Yes. Wow. So, like, alcohol's her thing. Like, alcohol you later. Alcohol you later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Well, I just, like, I've known this for a while. You can, like, look up people's, um, like, arrest records. Oh, yeah. All you need is their name and birthday. Mm-hmm. So I was actually doing that the other day, like, looking up family and friends. Yeah. And being like, oh, good, I'm clean. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Have you done that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're just not supposed to like use it against them or something. I don't know what the rule is. It's like you can't use this to not hire someone or blah, blah, blah. But like, I just want to see what, what my friends are up to. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I saw it once where uh, I started dating someone and yeah. the last girl that I was dating uh, looked the new one up online and looked for the uh, mugshot and yeah. found one yeah. and then made a fake profile <gasps> on Facebook using that as her picture. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> Yeah. That's a bit much. Yeah. She's not a nice person. Oh, my God. She's not a very nice person. No, three. Mm-hmm. What else? Uh, is there anything else we should be mentioning? I'm looking at my notes here. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about you at the Twins game, Punchline Punch Out, yep. Ham Alcohol, you later. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm going to be performing next yeah go ahead at the national marfan foundation conference they do every year yes please let's talk about marfan yes i've been doing that for a few years and i'm like kind of like an unofficial spokesperson i just do like little things for them and i I, i'll be doing comedy at the conference in uh at the stanford campus okay it's gonna be this year and um in california and doing that with my friend katie and i get to do like an hour to just do like stand up and talk about marfan syndrome and 
make a bunch of friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'm and excited. You mentioned what you just did with Katie recently. Oh, yeah. We did our first webinar. Webinar. Right? Yeah. Where we got an hour to just share some empowerment techniques for coping with uh, um, Marfan syndrome and related disorders. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really, really fun. Like, it was like fresh and raw and like we made like you could it was like silly but like personable so we made some mistakes that's why i prepped by being like yeah but it was like raw and fresh okay but like we learned a lot and had some good interaction with the audience and stuff like that but you can watch our webinar if you go to like marfan.org they've got the webinars and stuff yeah like oh there's a link on your twitter feed oh cool there's a link on twitter yep yeah so check that out um i want to do more i want to do like a web series just helping people cope with mental health and physical health issues and like sure. do like yeah like just anything anything you can do to like i don't know, i want to make it funny too i was writing a tv show about people like a group of friends who all have health conditions living together and i was like yeah that would be a fun show like friends but someone oh my got, god that could uh, someone's got so many different directions yeah to go with that. i've i've tried happy sad and, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness Yes. It's like people want Ren real. real. They yeah. want real thing. And like I connect with dramas too. Like dramas are can be so powerful, but like a dramedy with a little bit of comedy in there? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, don't give up. I won't. There's still a chance. Let me keep writing. There's still a chance. One day. <laughs> uh, let's see. The one, the other thing I wanted to mention is that I noticed you have a fancier, fancy unicorn poster now. Yes. I hired a graphic designer. The other one, I just drew it and then scanned it in and then yeah. <laughs> wrote the logo. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm selling those and uh, I want to make more. I, I need to, to get more posters made because it's fun. I think I still have Ha Ha, You're a Mouse. Oh, my, my gosh. That one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that was In fact, one. I know I do. Still. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. They or, will thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so people have to come see your show yeah, with Jolene, and uh, you'll have some posters after the show, mm-hmm. your CD. Yeah, my CD for sale. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people should follow you on Twitter because you're really yes. funny. And Instagram. And, and Instagram. Just, just or just Instagram. Yeah. No, Twitter. No, no, and Twitter. Well, and both. Facebook. And Facebook. And Facebook. Oh, and I have a question for you. Cool. You're not wearing glasses right now. Mm-mm. On stage last night you talked about bad eyesight. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is a definitely a thing with mm-hmm. people who have Marfan, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So do you are you wearing contacts? I'm wearing contacts. Specially made contacts that I have to fly into Minnesota to get my new prescription made because they don't even make them in California. Okay, that's what I was going to ask because yeah. you say on stage about just how bad mm-hmm. your your vision is. Yeah. So I'm thinking, well, you can't just get regular contacts. Oh, no, I wish. But what's cool is they last a year. Okay. So it's like I, I don't do, which is great and I haven't had issues with them. But um yeah, my my vision was is so bad that yeah that the doctor was like I remember being them being surprised <laughs> but um yeah it's not but it's great because they told me when I was growing up they said you'll never see better than it's only going to get worse they kept telling me it's only going to get worse because my lenses were dislocating and I was at like 2050 corrected and that's the limit for driving and it's actually driving with a revision meaning that like I have to drive but I can't drive more than 50 miles per hour because oh. my vision was that bad they're oh. like you you can drive but we have this like revision on it um, so they told me I would never I would never see better 
my lens dislocated in my eye. Like our lenses, we have lenses in our eye that are held up by little fibers. They disconnected, fell forward on my cornea. They had to remove my lens. And then I took a couple months to recover. They gave me a contact. I see 2020 now out of that eye. Look at that. So it worked out. They, it, I was like, so it was the best thing. Even though it was terrifying, I thought I was going to go blind, never be able to see again. Uh, yeah. It's like, now I can read and see, like, leaves and, like, grass has di- different pieces of grass. And you for like, real, like, have noticed differences? Absolutely. That's Everyone so in my awesome. life also aged, like, 10 years. No way! Like, so I was like, whoa, their faces have lots of details. <laughs> I, you know what? I bet somebody's made this analogy. So it's like going from like analog to like high def yes. television, right? Yes. Yep. And you see those videos of people like seeing in color the first time. Then they're like, like kids in tears. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was mind blowing. Wow. So I'm pretty lucky. And so I get my contacts and they're like thick and they're big, but it worked great. I love them. <laughs> Coke bottle contacts. Yeah, Coke bottle contacts. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm an, uh, a landmark episode, like 300. 300. I'm glad it was with you, Andy. Thank you oh, very much. So fun. Thank you, and continued success. See you later. Bam.